0: Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Today we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be giving our NFL predictions for standings and playoffs and school winners. We're also going to talk about the Flames and we'll have a special guest, Ben Subfield from my other podcast, it's Circle Rewind Podcast. We'll be talking if the Flames will be ch- trading one of their core pieces, how um, they hit a wall. We're also going to be talking if the Raps... Make a back down 2 0 to the Celtics. We'll talk Jay's trade deadline and what we thought and how stupid unwritten rules are. Let's go. And we welcome Ben to the program. How you doing, Ben?
1: Good, guys. How are you?
0: Good. good excellent. Good, good, good. We're going to get it to.
1: Oh, wait. Before Before you go on. Oh, come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. For all you listeners out there, Ben is a is on my other podcast, Square Circle Rewind. Uh, we review all retro wrestling pay per views, and he brings insight and analysis and beneficial facts. He gives us all the facts of the pay per view, so he's a very knowledgeable man.
2: And I highly recommend it. If there's any pro wrestling fans out there hearing this, it is an excellent listen. And these guys are experts in the field.
1: And we're not biased at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not, nope, not at all. we did pay Mike 50 bucks to say that on uh, live uh, microphone either. <laughs> yeah. Just transfer that over when you guys have a sec. Listen, that's money well spent. <laughs> money well spent. Okay. So
0: the big question is. Do we need do the Flames need to move one of the big four, which I would consider probably was Kachuk, Gaudreau, Monahan, and Lindholm? Right? Sure, we would sure. consider, we can consider go, that. Yeah, we can go with that. Right? Because Backlund's a little bit older. Yeah. Geo's going to be unprotected in the expansion draft. So out of those big four, should they be moving on? What do you think, Ben?
1: To Chuck, no. Because that's your captain going forward once Geo uh, packs it in. And for just in my opinion, is probably going to retire as a flame. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindholm, no. That is going to be your soon-to-be number one center, I think. Goudreau, I don't think so because if I'm going to move one, I'm going to move Monaghan. And reason I say that is because he's a center and that position is a lot more coveted than, say, a winger. Yep. And I think you're going to get a better return with Monaghan as you would Goudreau. Now, I have a couple trades in mind for Goudreau straight up, but I don't see them happening just because of a the term of the contracts and the number. And we all know that uh, Tree Living is Brad Tree Living is um, I don't want to say frugal, but he's very very cautious in how he spends the dough. Mm -hmm. If I but honestly, number one thing they got to do: pony up, get a goalie. They oh, gotta get a yeah. goal. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I, like I, no more Eddie Lack, no more that. Mike Smith, no more um, Brian Elliott. Like, pony it, it up, up for like yeah, a three year deal. Get for a goal. Sure. And
2: I think as Flames fans, we keep going back to the off right? Everyone's looking for the next off. and of course, that's nearly impossible to find. But yeah. it does feel like since off we've been having this revolving door of goaltenders that just keeps. Flooding through, and even goalies that are you know decent or good in the regular season, but come playoff time, they really seem to be hurting us. Brian Elliott obviously comes to mind oh, right did, away. Did, does he ever?
0: Now, here's here's what I can feel free for you. If we're looking for goalies. Pittsburgh has two, and Rutherford has come out and said that he's going to trade one of them. Stay away from
2: Matt Murray. I right? have nothing to do with Matt Murray.
0: So Tristan Jari, who's younger? Uh, But what do you have to give up? And obviously, you're not like. I don't know if that's deal with like Sean Monahan because Pittsburgh's still in cap hell, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I just floating it out there. Now Goudreau is older, and in the media he's the whipping boy. Yeah, he he's been the whipping boy this whole time, which is nuts. What I don't understand, what I don't understand, why they didn't in the playoffs why, uh, Ward. Yeah, it was I guess Jeff Ward his so. Yeah, yes. Okay, I was gonna say Joel Ward. I'm like that ain't right. <laughs> that's the player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, why he didn't split up that line? Why has nobody ever
2: split up that line? Like, right. Why are there, like, just even for a period or a few periods or Jesus something, Christ. give it a shot. Lucic was playing, okay, so when, now, I have to eat crow
0: on the Lucic trade, because I hated that fucking thing. But in the playoffs, he was great. Well, it only got good in the playoffs, but I would agree with it. Still, you, that you. was better than what James Neal
2: did. Absolutely, bench, absolutely. Right?
0: Now, Lucic was playing center. So you could have had Lucic with Dubé and fucking Gaudreau. Mm-hmm. And that line could have done something. Uh, the problem is Gaudreau does that thing where he comes in the zone and he hooks yeah. and he waits for a guy to, to come. Well Monaghan's the slowest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
1: He's a little heavy and, footed.
0: And yeah, and Lindholm, I never knew where the hell he was. So why don't you give him some speed with like Dube or something? Somebody he could feed the puck to. I just I don't think the coaches put them in a position to succeed. Is 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 my thing with those. So I'm I'm uh, I am I would probably keep the core for one more season myself.
2: Yeah, and, I, and I'm torn on it too. And, I, Ben, I see your point. I, when we talk about those players, I got to the ex- exact same point you got to. You go through them. Kachuk, not moving anywhere. Lindholm, we just got him. He's still got a lot of potential. Can play multiple positions. Good Good at both ends of the ice. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, love him. Love his talent. But another question I have about him is, is are you going to – Quote win a trade with Johnny Gaudreau? not like, at gonna... this
1: time No I don't think right. he will like I mean If you were to like One trade for example that you go Straight up one for one would be like uh, Gaudreau for like a David Pasternak from Boston <laughs> Oh, but they would never just, give him up though. No, but that well, that's just it. Boston's still a contender mode, and we've seen what Johnny brings to the table up until this point. If you're Boston, it's like, no, we'll stick with Pasternak because you know he gets us to a cup final. Johnny can't really get us out of the first round, so no, we'll pass on that. But Another- then again, but then again, Boston has moved on. Now, this
0: was this was um uh what the hell is that W Shirelli? Uh but I just read a report actually before we came on that. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, the coach, said Pasternak and and Andre Cassay Cassé were not in shape come that that training camp leading into going to the bubble. Oh, really? And that's why Pasternak got hurt. So, mm. ah. like, like, yeah, he took a shot at at basically his professionalism. Yeah. And you see, you see the way that uh, hey, there's another goalie that could be available, Tuka Rask. If the Boston fans have their way, they hate that guy for leaving the for league. leaving the bubble. Yeah, for leaving the bubble. There's another guy. Um, but that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could work. Crazy things can happen. You know, you never say never. Gretzky got traded, so anybody
2: can be dealt. Yeah, for sure. Something I'd be interested to hear your guys' opinion on. I I would be nervous about seeing what Sean Monahan is without Johnny Gaudreau. Honestly, I mean, the guy's got hands. He can score, but he's he's slow footed. Like you said, he's not he's not the he, he's one of those guys. That's not the best at at anything except really being in the right spot and sniping pucks. He is suited to being a second line center. That's
1: like his ceiling. Yeah. Any team yeah. in the NHL he's on, he's a second line. He's not a first line center. He's gonna be a second or third on any other yeah. team around the league. Well, except if you're Buffalo, if he's in Buffalo. <laughs> uh, well, no, he'd still be second because Jack Eichel. Jack
0: Eichel's the uh, center.
1: Oh, Eichel's a, Eichel's the center. Eichel. Really? I always Eichel's I thought he was center. a winger for yeah. some reason. Okay. Um. Now what if,
0: what if Taylor Hall's the free agent? Right. Cal- Calgary boy. Yeah. Okay. You deal Johnny Gaudreau back East to like New Jersey or Boston Philly. or Philly, you know, where he's from. You free up all that cap space. Maybe even Buffalo. Uh, maybe even Buffalo. And as long as you get a decent return, I don't know what that return would look like. Uh, and you sign <laughs> Taylor Hall. Would that be an
2: addition by subtraction? If, if in that scenario, you swap out Monaghan and Goudreau like if you do that for Monahan, I'm 100% on board. okay so I'm 100% on board you would deal that.
0: Monahan to get a shot at Taylor Hall
2: y- yeah if that was an option for sure if you bring Taylor Hall back Monahan goes out keep Johnny I know his performance in the playoffs has not been ideal but the guy is an elite player in this league yeah he, uh, he almost had 100 points two years ago I, I hate to keep harping back to that because it hasn't been as good recently but uh, I do still think there's a lot of value in Gaudreau for what you're paying him, especially if you yeah. can flirt with 100 points.
0: Yeah, he still got three seasons or two seasons left on the deal. What did you What do you think, Ben? Like, would you yeah. go and get Taylor Hall or?
1: He, well, Taylor Hall is an unrestricted free agent.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, and he was making so six million. You, yeah, him,
0: sorry, yes, him, yes.
1: He was making a six million a year in his uh, previous contract. I have an interesting trade for you that's going to free up a little bit of cap space for you and address your need in net. And they have similar term in their deal. I think uh, only Monaghan has one more year in his uh, current deal. What if you were to trade up um, Sean Monaghan for like a Darcy Kemper with Arizona?
2: Interesting That's interesting Now that would be a goaltending upgrade for sure I I view that guy as one of the best goaltenders in the league right now Well up
1: until the the league went to shits with COVID-19 and everything like that Mm -hmm. He was having a Vezina caliber
2: year Yep that's really interesting. I want, and, and I mean, I think we're in a weird spot with the league right now where goaltending is almost undervalued. It's almost becoming the, the running back position of the NFL where teams feel they can put anyone in there to do the job. And of course, that's yes. not true. It's, it's not, but a lot of teams are going that way. It well, seems. Jordan Biddington, he yeah. was an AHL goalie until he got called up and went on a heater.
0: Yeah. What a cup. Yeah. That's, you know, that kind of so plays true. into that theory. You know, yeah, Uh, the one the one thing that has me thinking that they're going to stand Pat is because the cap is not moving for at least two or three seasons,
2: right? It's stuck at
0: 81 and a half million or whatever it's supposed to be. And so
2: it's not a spender's market right now. Yeah. Who do you who do you trade with? Um, Well, the Flames have some money coming up, right? They got some contracts that'll be off the boards. I think they have around 16 million to play with for next season. Right. Yeah, they They have a lot to play with because we're losing all our defensemen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which, which almost begs another question here, too. What, you know, out of the defensemen that are unrestricted here, is there anybody that you guys would want to bring back? Ben, do you have any thoughts like Brody, Hamannick, Gustafson, Forbert, Stone, interested in bringing any of those guys back?
1: I like I liked Gus, uh, Gustafson. I thought he did okay uh, throughout the season. If I'm going to bring any of them back, pro. <sighs> I'll probably go Brody just because we know what we have with him when he's on the line
2: with Gio. I would too. And I can't believe I'm there. Like, I can't believe I'm at this point because I've been crushing Brody for years now. And then this playoffs, all of a sudden he's playing better than Gio. And you're like, what the heck is going on here? I
0: I would move on from Brody. (laughs) Uh, That's me. That's probably the right move, but I can't believe I'm saying Also because I think the Leafs are going to throw him like a stupid, stupid contract (laughs) offer to get him. Um, uh, I would re-sign uh, He was good on the
2: power play. We don't really have anyone like that on the power play.
0: Right? And, like, Brody, yeah, he was good in, in that limited sample of the playoffs. What hurt Geo is the layoff. The layoff hurt him. Yeah. As, as you know, he's 36. That's the same age as, as, uh, as me, Mike, in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. You know, that, that's old shit, man. You can't just ramp up. After being off for five months, fuck. I
2: know. And me and Gio are basically the same fitness wise. Like, <laughs> people can barely basically, tell the difference. Basically, <laughs> yes. But
0: you got, uh, so Valamacki would come up. Yeah. Um, I was just looking here. Uh, and you got Shillington, who's an RFA. They'll probably resign him.
1: So I would bring Gio. him back for sure, too. I like him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you got Gio, Uh Let's say they go and get Gustafson. They, they keep him. Anderson, uh, Shillington, Valamacki. Uh, you could probably resign Forbert for pretty cheap because, you know, and he could be your your seventh defenseman. And there you go. You kind of have... I think there's ways to piece it together. You you could piece it together, and you've saved, like Mike says, you've got uh, you've got a ton of cap space next year.
1: Well, you got to remember one thing, too. We've got an expansion draft coming up, too, and you can only protect so many players coming up. Oh,
0: well, uh, Geo's not going to be protected, I think.
1: I, I wouldn't protect him just... Just yeah. to get the salary off my books. I mean, yeah. you know what they had? They had their chance to trade him when he had his highest value, where they could get a boatload for him. They they missed their chance. That ship has sailed. When he won the Norris. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you couldn't you couldn't deal him though. Like in the no, rope, they they because you weren't going to really life. win that trade, and no. you didn't. You are going to have to get a lot of like assets yeah. and, and pieces. The backlash, the backlash from the player, players in
0: your locker room—they would have been pissed. Like you, you're trading a Norris Trophy winner because of his age. Holy
2: shit! It would, would have been—it would have been smart, but the feelings would have got all riled up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. something we just talked about the cap space. I'm just look—we're just looking on cap friendly here. The Flames also have to sign Andrew Mangiapani, who is a guy I, I know keep, bring Who's going to get back. a massive, massive yeah. upgrade in pay?
0: Um. Well, do you look at trying to deal either a Derek Ryan or Sam Bennett?
1: I would to make get rid of uh, Ryan.
2: Ryan, yeah, but, but uh, the thing I think
1: about—I
0: can't Ryan, believe I can't believe Bennett's still only twenty-four. That blows yeah, my mind.
2: Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's been a whipping boy for more for longer than that. Right, and I don't know what you get for like. I mean, I think Bennett has some value, especially with the way he played in the playoffs. I don't right? know. I don't know what you get for a Derek Ryan. I almost think he's cap more, relief. That's I, all you're looking at. Yeah, yep. but I almost think he's more valuable just as your third or fourth center um because you know he's making 3 million which is high for for you know depending on what you get out of him every year but he does a lot of things well I kind think, of a Swiss army knife
0: I think we did some things here I think if uh, uh if they can't deal anybody but you let all those defensemen walk uh you they may be able to sign Taylor Hall well they would have the it, would short, space. it would be a short term
2: deal though I and mean, here's the thing do you want Taylor Hall at what he's going to command because he's probably even though I don't think he's going to command that much because the cap's flat. He's got to realize that. He's got to, to be take
1: the, the job that's going to come forward to him. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, he, I think I think people are going to be bidding for him. He's, bidding? With his talent, I think people are going to be bidding for him despite the flat cap. And well, he I've heard Montreal's
1: name out there for uh, Taylor Hall, and they have a lot of room to play with. Yeah,
2: they do. Um, uh,
0: he's not a center, Ben. <laughs> Montreal's always looking for a center. That's all they want for the last <laughs> for the last hundred years. Last hundred years. <laughs> I think I think since John Belleville retired, they've been looking for a center. Well, Jeez, they got
1: fifteen that million that tied up <laughs> in goalies, so I don't think they can oh, find center.
0: <laughs> okay that that is the dumbest thing. Unless they they're going to do something stupid and trade Carey Price? Why? But the no, not they're right? not. They're not trading Carey Price.
1: No, so you know uh, I see what they're doing there. I see what they're doing there. Hold on, we're
0: we're going to teams here. Where's Montreal? I want to see exactly what this. Jake Allen's. It's bacon. a one-year deal. It gets
1: pressure off the carry price, but it's still
0: four point three million, dude.
1: Nah, it's a short. It's for one year. You can, you can eat that for one year. So you're obviously moving on from Max Domi then. Here's the thing: I would actually rather deal Duran before Domi. Well, Domi's an RFA,
0: so you have to do something with it. And Duran is signed for three more seasons.
1: I would deal Duran before I would deal Domi.
2: I like Domi a lot too, and and Drouin is kind of you know. Duran was nowhere to be found in the playoffs, and for most of his career, to be honest. Yep, yep. He well, he, he did the disappearing act on Tampa, and, uh, and then he fell out of favor with Steve because he didn't want to be sent down to the minors. Yeah, that kind yeah. of re- railroaded. his That may be why the started.
0: Habs the Habs are going to hold on to him because they want to prove that they got the the better that deal was for Sergeyev. They're
2: hugely overpaying that guy at $5.5 million oh, it's a nuts. season. It's nuts. Here's, a, I'll throw one more at you guys here, too. It's, It probably hasn't been brought up that much because he's under contract for a long time. But I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of Noah Hannafin. Because he is a, I believe he's 23 or 23. 23. I think he signed until about, we took the page off, but I think he's signed until about 23, 24, I believe. Yep. Uh, the, yep. the years 2023 and 2024. Making... Pretty good money. I mean, making on on a good contract at five million a season, four point nine five. From all accounts, the analytics people and the numbers guys said he had a fantastic playoffs. Now, my opinion on him is that if that was a fantastic playoffs, I'm okay without it because I didn't see anything that spectacular in him, and I haven't since he got here. Other than the fact that he's a smooth skating, pretty reliable defenseman who barely puts up any points. Um. The, the big thing with him, for me, it's his age. Defensemen,
0: defensemen develop. They take a long time to develop. Yeah. 23. I'm willing to
2: wait it out on him. But he's been in the league since he was 18. I know. And I I've, I, and he's developed none in that time. He's I been don't. the same from day one of 18 that he is of the last game the Flames played at age 23.
0: That Okay. I'll give you that. But you look at, like, Aaron Ekblad, who's been there since the age of 18, who's actually regressed since his rookie season.
2: Fair. Farrah, right. Farrah, yeah.
0: So, and he's still really young. Like you wouldn't think Florida's going
2: to give up on him. You know, I think they wish they didn't draft him, but they're probably not going to give yeah. up on him now. Yeah, that's true. What do you think, Ben?
1: Um, I I don't move Hannafin I actually I like Hannafin Um, uh, I think he's really sturdy and he's a top four defenseman. He eats a lot of minutes and he he's steady. Like I find him really really bad. steady. Like he's a good solid uh, second pairing defenseman, and I mean. What if you if you well I, if the right trade came along and you can package him up and get something yeah, really like let's uh, call
0: Edmonton. see what they want for Connor.
1: <laughs> yeah, that ain't yeah, that ain't happening. I, I have a theory that either Connor oh, is going to Detroit. With with with
0: with uh with Edmonton you have to oh no Hellman's there now. Damn it. I was gonna say it was Shirelli. You just you just offered them Lucic again. <laughs> for Carter McDavid, see what goes. Be like, here you go. Like, what about this guy?
2: He loves trading the best player, so that's yeah. always a good call to make for for not a great player.
0: <laughs> so, but now Holland's there, you can't really do that.
1: But I mean, okay, let's let's say if Hannah Finn is tradable, and you want to move on from Monaghan, and you put a package for those two together. Okay, oh, well, uh, what what are you bringing back?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I would, I mean, I would love to see a, kind of a... That's the thing, too. I guess with where we're at with the Flames now, you're not really looking for draft picks at this point, right? Like no. You, you want players to improve this team for next year, yes. correct? Yes, yes. So, yeah, what kind of player does that bring back? You know, that's interesting because if you could get a, another elite forward and then fill in... With the guys that you've developed, like the Mangiapanis, the Dubays, guys like that, uh, you know, I know Lucich was talked about as being a bio candidate, but I think they'll probably keep him for another year without doing that, just based on his his playoff performance and the way that they were able to use him. It's, yeah, you're still overpaying them, but oh, it doesn't seem like a bio candidate right
0: now. Not right now, no. And they already got they already got two bio guys on their other thing, and I don't know how many you're you're allowed to have at a time. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you can have more than two
2: or how many teams have bought out some that's on their current roster. Cause the flames have bought out Michael, Michael Stone,
0: Stone and resigned him and resigned him. That's pretty hot. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they were allowed to resign
1: him to be quite honest. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Oh, I got a, uh, I got an interesting trade that just kind of popped in uh, my head here. Yeah. Um Now I'm just wondering if you can, just because they're so tied up against the cap right now can you not offer Hannafin and Monahan for, like, a Mitch Marner from Toronto? All right, hold on. We're going to a
0: trade machine here. Hold on. We're going to a trade machine. I don't even know how to do this.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. That's so, the type of player I'm talking about, though, Ben, that, that I want, like, so, a, a A big time player like that to really Move the needle so that's kind of what I'm thinking Too here's
1: here's another interesting one for You if uh if Buffalo If Buffalo called you tomorrow And said give me uh Give me Gaudreau and
2: Monaghan I'll send you Jack Eichel in a second round pick They wouldn't do it I would take it but I mean I shouldn't say that so quickly they just wouldn't do It they're not parting with Jack Eichel But Eichel does is really frustrated with being There well if that's the case then He's
1: pissed off in Buffalo yeah, everybody
0: is. But aren't? I feel like, <laughs> I, yeah, that's right. Like you're Buffalo, wouldn't you be pissed off? Um, I wouldn't want a pick back though. Uh, I'd want, um. So yeah, if you got, uh, uh, so if you're doing Monaghan
2: and get like this is crazy talk, I but, love it. Yeah,
0: this is absolute this is the best. Bat shit crazy. They're never gonna do it, but let's talk about it anyways. He doesn't have a no move clause, Jack Eichel. That's fucked up. Anyways, big uh, contract.
1: Well oh, he yeah, plays in Buffalo. Yeah. Of course he doesn't have a no move clause. Well, <laughs> he's like, move me anywhere. Yeah, Jeff Skinner has one though. This is nuts. Uh you would take if they're
0: trading Eichel and they're getting back Monahan Gaudreau for the cap stuff, they'd probably have to move like a like a Colin Miller or
2: just somebody with like a two million or three million dollars. Yeah, yeah,
0: Sam Reinhardt, who hasn't really panned out that well.
2: Well, in Buffalo, but well, I mean we look at uh with our back. Well, yeah.
1: look at Jordan Eberly when he was in no, Edmonton. He wasn't doing good. anything there. Look at him in uh, the Islanders now.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's revitalized again. Yeah, he, sure. the Islanders will move him. He's playing well with Barzell. I love any trade where you're getting the best player back, and in that trade, Jack Eichel is the best of those yeah. three players. But and, still, I, I, Buffalo's not going to do it.
0: But that could work just because he is, he is disgruntled. Yeah. And a
2: disgruntled player can be moved. We've seen it many times. Well, then he's worth less. Take Monaghan back and just offer Gaudreau, and then we'll get something else for Monaghan. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah, Mon-
0: I'd rather do, like, Monaghan and something, and then keep Gaudreau, and then have Eichel with Gaudreau. That'd be nice.
1: And just to just to think about this, too, you have, for Battle of Alberta purposes here, you have Connor McDavid and Leon Drysidle and Edmonton, and then you're going to have Matthew Tuchuk and Jack Eichel in Calgary? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Are, are both of those... They're both from the same draft classes, right? Well, yeah. Eichel went yeah. number two. McDavid went number one. So, oh,
2: there's some there's some fuel on that fire there. Yeah. You wonder why why Jack Eichel is disgruntled in Buffalo at this point. Remember their reaction when they found out that they were the number two pick overall and not the number one. Yeah. They were outwardly disgusted at the <laughs> fact that they were going to get Jack Eichel instead of Connor McDavid, not realizing how phenomenal Eichel yeah. is as well too. And the funny and that's thing why is Buffalo
1: doesn't deserve nice things.
0: Connor, Mc, right. Connor McDavid uh, doesn't even want to be in Everton. I don't think.
2: Holy fuck! I, I bet you he has an ultimatum with them, saying, you know, if we don't do something in the next two to three years, I'm looking else. I'm
0: still surprised that he signed that long of a deal. Not the money, because he's worth more than twelve point five, in my opinion, but the length of term. If I was him, I'd be like, you get, you get three fucking years. I paid me fourteen million a year. Uh,
2: three years, and see if you can build something for me. I think when you're that guy, though, if you want out, you just say the words, and you're yeah, and you're gonna get out. Yeah, yeah. Interesting though. So interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. I mean, I I guess that leaves us at the point where we're all in agreement that I feel like something should be done. Except Jesse, you said you think they're gonna stand. I, I,
0: I think. I think I would move Monahan if it was me. If I was hired as GM, I would move Monahan. I would look to move him. Uh, because I have not been impressed with him the last three seasons.
2: No, that's fair. Uh, But
0: n- just seeing where the cap is, I don't think it's going to happen because of the cap.
2: And one other thing that we didn't discuss, Johnny Gaudreau has a no move or a no trade clause that kicks in next year. So, oh. so, and where he can only be traded to five teams. If the Flames want to trade him next year, they will have to, he will have to submit a list of five teams to them. So that, so the East coast. Them. So yeah. this, so this, this kind of is the the off season. This stuff. off season is is
0: where you got to deal them. Yeah. Yeah. Ah,
2: yeah. Ah. Interesting. All right. All I'm right. To see what they do.
0: Yes. Uh, ben, you got anything else to add before we let you go? Um.
1: Okay. Coach.
2: Coach. How are we not even talking about the coach yet? That's a pretty big decision they have to make here. Do you go and get Bruce Boudreau? No,
1: not I don't you. want. Bruce. No, I want Laviolette. Laviolette. Okay. What about Gerard Galasso? I'm also. Well, here's here's the thing. Galato. Well, here's the thing too, like, it's always been Calgary's thing not to spend money on coaching. Now, from what I understand, the money you spend on coach doesn't go against your cap, right? That's correct. Yeah. So what, an, what's stopping them from doing it?
0: Ownership. Yeah. not want to spend the money. That's a silly mandate to have. Okay. And how's that worked out for yeah. them so far? Uh, one cup in like 40 years, Ben.
2: What do you okay, want? Okay. Well, <laughs> shit, you know, um, but they're looking at other teams around the league, so they see somebody like a like a John Cooper comes in. They're they're seeing like uh, uh, Bruce Cassidy, guys like that. Those aren't top end coaches. Yeah, but it seems to be the new wave of how. I was gonna say
0: top. like who who are the top? Uh, can you see that on here? Maybe I don't uh, think it lists them on Interactive. There. Can we? Sorry. Be patient with me. I'm just trying to see if we can see uh, coach
2: salaries. But I've gone back and forth on that there too, Ben, because I, I'm the same way. Laviolette and Gallant pop off the page at me as somebody I think the Flames should definitely look at. I think they shouldn't give a, a shit at all what they're paying their coach. Quite frankly, of course, it's easy for me to spend other people's money, but that's kind of how I feel about it too. Unless you know you have this next young coach coming through your system, which I know Ryan Huska is with them. He was with their farm team. I don't think he's the answer necessarily at this point. So. It will be interesting.
0: Okay. So a lot of this, so they have coaches' salaries, but a lot of it says unknown. So that's nice to know. But on cap friendly, the top paid coach right now is Joel Quenville in Florida, 5.25 million. Uh, and then he's followed by Todd McClellan in LA, Claude Julian in Montreal, and Elaine Vigneault in Philly. Um, yeah. So Todd. And,
2: and they're, they're all at 5 million. Interesting. So. But uh, but a guy like uh, a Laviolette or uh, Gerard Gallant they would fall into a similar category. as Yeah, that, they, Video, I would think they're in, like. Ireland. Yeah,
0: I think I would think they're in a Barry Trotz to, sure. to that like four to five million. Well, Barry Trotz
2: is underpaid based on how good he yeah. is.
0: Uh, and you know what? Just being a high paid coach doesn't mean it gets you to where you need to be. Babcock got fired. That's you no, know, absolutely, hundred percent. Right? right. So yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to move on from Ward, and, and I don't have a problem with Ward, and. I, uh, Except, like, I, except for the fact I just don't think he, he pushed them above where they needed to go. I think yeah. he did some nice moves. He started Talbot in the playoffs, which was a great move. The goaltending switch in the last game didn't work out. But that was more of a, a trying to get your boys involved. Oh, they – but. Riddich was not ready for that pressure. They
0: scored three straight goals to open up the game, and then they just they just went back on their heels and thought it was going to be easy, and Dallas just took it to them. A disaster. Just a disaster. But I, I hate the last two or three coaches, how they refused to break up Goudreau and Monaghan. Just fucking break them up already. I'll try it. For a few games. What's the harm? Not even for a few games. Be like, fuck, like, two months. You can't be with him. Two months. I'm taking baby steps because they've never even done it for more than a game before. That, that's true. That's true. Sometimes you got to be harsh, Mike. I well,
1: agree. The Flames lost in six, right? Yeah, and uh, they lost yes. in five last year, right? So we're getting better. We're so, seven we'll lose. Oh well, they year. have
2: made strides
1: forward. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> God, and they were they were eleven seconds away from taking a, a three-one yep. lead on that series.
1: Yeah, it's amazing what, what ten seconds will do, right? Amazing, That's right?
2: That's right.
1: The roller coaster. All
0: right, Ben. Thanks for calling in and giving us some insight. Thanks. Oh, for
2: my actually.
1: pleasure.
0: How are we going, bud? You too.
2: Yeah. All right. Raps are down 2 0. they They, in trouble? Well, based on the first two games, it sure looks like it. (laughs) Uh, I I did feel this is the same way I felt after the second game against Milwaukee last year. I I felt a bunch of dread in my my heart, thinking they weren't going to come back. This is interesting because. As good as the Raptors have been this season, as good as they were in the opening series against the Nets, which was a terrible barometer because the Nets are awful. And, well, the and, Nets have nobody. And they're a massive step down. Massive yeah. step down compared yeah. to the Celtics. Uh, I, I got to admit, I'm a little bit worried because I, I think they can make it a series. I think they can still come back. I think they could even come back and win if they start hitting shots. But their their lack of shot making is, is really troubling right now.
0: So in the first game, they got just pummeled.
2: Yeah. Let, let's wait. They weren't, they got, re, weren't ready to play. It got pummeled. Yeah. They, they were outplayed the, the whole way from,
0: from tip-off to end whistle. That yeah. was it. In game two, they had spurts where it's like, here we go. And they started we off well. And then in the fourth quarter, they, they went completely cold. Yeah. Completely but, cold. And because they were up at one point in the fourth, I thought, by nine points.
2: And it just went gone. Well, and and it was really, too, the the third quarter crushed them. Because they had Marcus Smart shot five three-pointers. And got 16 points. So he he hit every one that he shot. And one of them he got fouled on and made the shot. Yeah, like that is just crushing. So, um, I, I, I almost like that's a that's a compliment to the Celtics. Like that wasn't the the Raps were in his face. They were playing great defense on some of those shots, but I am worried about the talent level. And I'm talking about Marcus Smart, but he's not even the best player on their team. Jason Tatum is incredible. I'm I'm trying to look at guys around the league to compare this guy to, and it's I can't really I can't really find him. He's almost no. a unicorn.
0: Yeah, almost yeah. yeah. Um uh and the crazy thing too all i kept on thinking was goddamn letting kyrie irving go yeah. and signing kemba walker made their team better so much better
2: it made just, it made just, them a better team just because i would assume the kids like kemba better than kyrie yeah well, he's probably easier to deal with. Nobody, yeah. everybody knows Kyrie Irving's a little bit hard to deal with, no. and I mean that's you know that's just who he is. But Kemba Walker's probably a couple things. Kemba Walker's a great player. He's got a new lease on his basketball life. Yes, but,
0: getting out of Charlotte. Getting out he's of like, Charlotte.
2: Thank, thank God. And man, he is effective. He hits. He, he was he he wasn't he didn't hit. He wasn't shooting very well all of game two against the Raptors. But then in the fourth quarter, he when, when he needs the buckets, whatever. he
0: just nails them. Uh, Kemba Walker's <laughs> been around so long. That he played with the
2: Bobcats, wow! That, that blows my goddamn mind. Yeah, and I feel like that was so long ago. Yeah, no doubt. That, just, yeah. just insane. So just I, insane. I, I do worry because I was, I was excited about the Raps, but you know, last last year when they went through this with the Bucks, it really was Kawhi Leonard who pulled them through it when they yes. needed it. So who? So and
0: that's what got what's got to happen here. Like uh, Siakam hasn't been playing well. It needs to be Siakam. He's the guy that
2: has to step in. It, it up has, here.
0: Uh, Van Vliet's... Doing everything he can. Lowry's been okay, yeah, uh, but it has to be Siakam. He's got to come through, and he's got to have a monster game and and bring him out because uh, in in the uh, file this under no shit Sherlock. They need to win Game Three. Oh yeah, you know, hundred uh, percent. To
2: to even have a, a prayer. Um, and they, they need to make shots. That's the biggest thing. And that's the stupidest thing to say about a basketball team. Obviously, they need to make shots. But they had open opportunities last game. Yep. It's not like the Celtics have played this stifling, smothering defense. Like the Raps had open shots. And Fred Van Vliet, who, like you said, has been great. But he's he missed a ton of open shots. I'm, I'm pretty sure they missed like 12 shots in a row in the fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. Like, just, just ridiculously cold. And one of the tactics that the Celtics is using that's been very effective if they is they are not covering Mark Gasol in the offensive zone at all? Yeah, they're basically saying, you know, he's a great passer. Everyone knows what he's good at, but he can't really hit shots. Yeah. this year. I mean, it's not like he hasn't in his career, but you know, they're leaving him open. They're saying, hey, you go ahead and beat us with your shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you beat us with him. Yeah. We'll
2: we'll shake your hand afterwards and, because and, we don't think you're going to be able to. And it's wreaking havoc with the rest of the team because now you're now you absolutely need Van Vliet to be hitting shots, but and he's used to that. But now you need all these other guys to be hitting shots, and it's just it's. Really Really tough um it's uh
0: there is too like they uh you drive at pro athletes won't tell you this but they won a championship last year right they they want it this year but do they want it as bad
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you
0: know and of course um, on
2: the, and of course they're all going to say the right things yep. but it's it's human it's that mentality right it's, and you
0: you need you need that alpha dog to take over the celtics have it jason tatum right. uh all the good like all the teams that, that are considered title uh title uh contenders have that guy that they could turn to and say, Okay, you're gonna take us from here to there. You know, the Clippers have Kawhi, yeah. the Lakers have LeBron or Anthony Davis actually
2: probably mm-hmm. now. And that guy for the Raptors is Kyle Lowry, but unfortunately he's you know, he's more of an all around player with yes. you know, he's not a he's not a guy that's gonna score you Oftentimes, he's not someone who's going to score you 15 points in a quarter, usually. He, and, it's not like he's incapable of it, but he's not usually that guy. You're right, it's got to be Siakam. Yeah, you know? so he needs to pick up his game. And I mean, I feel bad putting that type of pressure on this guy in basically his third season in the league, but uh, he really is their, their only hope right now to come back and win this series. So he's got to get his shot back because his shot's been really bad, and then he has to be assertive down low in the post and really go after the defenders in, in Boston. All right, all right, there we go. Get game time. we'll send it to Nick Nurse. Game two tomorrow at... Game three. Four, game three tomorrow, pardon me, at 4.30 Mountain. So they're getting later. At least we can usually, you know, I'll get home a half hour after it starts as opposed to as in, opposed at to, halftime. At halftime, be yeah. like, what happened?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. All right, that brings us to the other Toronto team. The Toronto Blue Jays actually bought at the trade deadline. That blew my goddamn mind. That's
2: because they are playoff bound, baby. Holy shit. I'm they're, getting ahead of myself, but I think they're going to make it. They're having the trouble with the Marlins, though. Well, they won tonight. Did they win tonight? They won okay. tonight, yeah. Okay. And the Marlins are also adding. So what is this bizarro baseball world we're living in right and, now? You
0: know, suddenly when you add, when you, when you add playoff teams... Uh, suddenly, more people want to try to make the playoffs. That's a you, <laughs> baseball. You, that's amazing. Baseball. Figure it out, guys. <laughs> All the purists like you can't do that. You know,
2: you, you can't put half your league in. Fuck it. Are you telling me teams try when they think they have a chance? I am. I I'm going out a limb and saying that. Well, that's I fantastic. Am. I am. I am. Yeah, it was it was great to see. I mean, no, no none of these moves are going to rock the radar. I don't know where I came up with that term, but <laughs> we'll, we'll go we're, with that. We're trademarking it. Yeah, yeah. No, none of these players are going to rock the radar. I think the best one, or the biggest one that they brought in was Taewon Walker, um, the starter from Seattle. Uh, he's He's gone seven plus innings twice this season already where none of the other Jays starters have gone more than five. Right. So and it's already an upgrade. And
0: I don't even know if they haven't gone five because that's a managing decision that they've decided that they're only going to go five because yeah. uh, obviously Montoyo came from Tampa. Tampa which that, loves the, the, which the opener loves and all shit, that stuff. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I
2: think there is some of that going there on There is some of
0: that, but it is nice to see uh, the rotation, which was a weakness, has turned into, it's solid now with it all the deals.
2: They went and got Walker, they got, uh, who else did they get? Uh, Ray, and who else? Yeah, and then, well, they also got Ross Stripling. Um, so they're, yeah, they're, they're beefing up their arms big time. Nate Pearson uh, is injured, unfortunately. Yes. And I think that has to do with the the limited innings that the starters are getting right now, too. I think because of the shortened spring training, and you'll see this across baseball, pitchers are getting injured at a ridiculous rate right now. So I think there's a lot of caution going on there, too, as well. And then they also added two position players. Uh, Jonathan Villar, uh, uh, kind of a, a utility player, plays a bunch in the infield. He, he's, he's got there, speed. He's there until Bobichette gets back. That's yeah, what they exactly. Did and then they'll use him off the and he's a good pinch runner he can steal bases that type of thing and then a guy who he'll probably come off the bench for the most part but Daniel Vogelbeck um you know in 2019 this guy had 30 home runs 76 RBIs he he can mash uh he doesn't hit for a high average but he does have good power numbers and he walks quite a bit because he has a good eye at the plate so you know what I liked
0: about all those moves yeah they gave up like, nothing nothing
2: all players to be named later be low named, level like, prospects nothing
0: off their they're like top 15 top 20 prospects they they Yep. They added without subtracting, basically, yep. and that's awesome to see. We're we are really changing our tune. On the Ross Hatties, Mark
2: Shapiro I was fucking just going to say that. The what
0: t- the hell? By
2: the time this podcast uh, ends, we're going to be trying to put those guys in the Hall of Fame. Shit. Because when we first started, we were crushing them. We're going to have t-shirts with their names on it. It's going to be a whole goddamn thing. I can't believe it. And in our defense, we always said that the moves they were making to the team were good. It was the lack of communication and the insulting non-comments that they were given when they when you put them in front of a mic which I I mean I guess that's just how they operate I understand that but no it was great low risk to bring in players it's going to help your team this year it's going to show your team that you know if they are in a position to win you're going to help them out but they didn't jeopardize anything of the future so it was it was great
0: yeah and and another team that did big things was the Padres yes yeah they went out and got Clevenger from uh Cleveland Mm
2: mm-hmm um, paid a lot to get him, but he's a great they, pitcher. Yeah,
0: and it's just it's it's. now the Jays were in the playoffs like three, four years ago. Yeah. Um. But like the Padres haven't been in fucking decades. Mm-hmm. It feels like. So it's nice to see these 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 young teams come up and push. Yeah.
2: You know. I wonder if they'll. Uh, they won't. I already know the answer, but I wonder if baseball would consider uh, putting this format into next season.
0: If you. Uh, they would only consider it if they somehow make more money off of it.
2: But because there's more no playoff, fans... More playoff Yeah, no fans. Because but, there's no fans, yeah. how like they, they may not be you, able to justify it. You could it, right? sell some advertising for the extra playoff games. Yeah, so that that true. Yeah. that is true. I think this is definitely... Although owners obviously want the gate-driven revenue that they get from having fans in the seats, I think that owners of pro sports teams right now are very interested to see how this is going to work out. And to see if there is a way... They could operate without putting fans in the seats. And not that they want to do that. I just think they're interested to see how it'll work out.
0: If putting fans in the seats just, is just an added bonus. Yes. Where if they can make payroll, like if they can make money just off TV deals. Yeah. And the the fans in the seats are basically to pay the ushers and everything in the stadium. And then they make more money. Yeah, they're Like, okay, cool. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And yeah. I, like I said,
2: I'm sure every owner would rather have the money from people in the seats right now. But I think this is an interesting... I think a lot of them are treating this like an interesting experiment. Gotcha.
0: Speaking of the Padres, um, did you know it is against unwritten rules of baseball that you cannot swing on a 3-0 pitch? What? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially when you're already up by seven runs. And and it's the top of the seventh or whatever when Fernando Tatis hit it. Well, hold on. What about a 3-1 pitch now? Is that okay? That's
2: okay now. But a 3-0 is not okay. It's not okay. I'm confused.
0: Fucking stupid. Un- baseball. Straight up. You You... I always hear, like, oh, baseball's got a problem. The youth aren't watching, you know. I wonder We got, why. We got a problem, you know. Uh, African-Americans aren't playing our game. You know why? Because your game is fucking lame. <laughs> if you come out and say to, like, how old is
2: Fernando Tatis? I'm going to look it up here. He's got to be 23, somewhere in that range. Uh, Tatis Jr. I was old enough to remember when his father was playing third base for the St. Louis that's Cardinals. AG.
0: That's aging you there. Yeah, that's. Sure uh, of course,
2: I got no internet right now because it's being a dick. Jesus Christ. He's a young player. He's, he's in be, his early 20s. He's
0: got to be 19 or 20. Yeah. And you've told him that he's not allowed to do the thing that that makes him exciting. Uh what is it? He's 21 years old. Um he hit a fucking grand slam. Yeah. And in baseball, comebacks can happen at any point. Exactly. I hate I hate pro sports yeah. when they talk to me about sportsmanship. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Sportsmanship should exist up until like the fucking high school, like the uh, high school level is the highest it should go. In college, fuck it. Yeah. And don't forget, you're entertainers. You're, yes. you're highly paid pro athletes, but yes. you're, you're entertainers. That's what they're here to do. I'm sorry to say, stop letting old men dictate what the fuck you should be
2: doing. Oh, and it's I'm, it's ridiculous. Like, don't here's a here's a thought. How about if you're a pitcher, don't go down three nothing in the count. Maybe throw a strike right off the bat then. And here's another thing:
0: if you go down 3-0 in the count, maybe don't grease one down the middle and be like, oh fuck, I can't believe he swung at it. Yeah, him. if
2: you don't want him swinging at it's it, maybe like, m- shit, maybe just man. intentionally walk him at that point. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, and, I mean, and Chris so dumb. Former Blue Jays Chris Woodward was the manager that was complaining about that too. So I just it's. It's ridiculous. If you want people to stop paying attention to your sport and you want your sport to go, like, be, known as, be, be known as an old people, old boys sport, go ahead and keep doing this stupid stuff.
0: Yeah, it is, it is so asinine, all these fucking un, unwritten rules. Yeah. Um, so stupid. I'm glad that MLB came out. Like a lot of the players, yeah, and they're they kept on telling him like you swing even pitchers like Trevor Bauer came out And said who the fuck cares swing at everything dude mm-hmm. yeah do, do you
2: yeah exactly you know, because
0: they understand that like fuck you're yes it's a game but you're supposed to entertain yeah you know uh it's it's not exciting to be taking a pitch on three and oh it's exciting to be hitting a home run.
2: Yeah, and and chicks dig the long ball. And so if he takes that pitch three and oh, and it's a strike right down the middle, does he get a thank you from from the opposing team? Like what? Right? Like this is all ridiculous. Right. Oh, thank you for for uh, yeah. uh, good job of following these unwritten rules. Yes,
0: for 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 keeping the sanctity of our game yeah. intact. Like yeah.
2: fuck, if man. you want people to follow these rules, write them down and call them rules, and stop calling them unwritten.
0: I, I, I'm gonna type in here: What are baseball's unwritten rules?
2: See if they've written them down yet. Oh, this will be great because they're going to come up with some ridiculous
0: baseball stuff. unwritten rules here. Let's see. Here so, we go. So, unwritten rules, stupid. That's no, that's no bunting
2: to break up a perfect game is going to be one.
0: Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to click. We're to MLB.com. That means we're going to have a lot of ads because that's what they do.
2: And there's going to be a lot of don't okay. steal
0: this, don't do that. Don't steal bases, swing at 3 0 pitches, or otherwise run up the score Went ahead by a large margin because the team can't come back. If, if you don't want
2: that shit, yeah. Make a mercy rule. Well, and you're saying the, the best thing right here. There's no time There's no time limit in baseball, so the teams have an opportunity to come back. And yeah. if they hit through their lineup twice in one inning, and they score nine runs or something like that, that can happen. That I'll, will be allowed. And, and uh, here's something. I can
0: understand not running up the score in a football game, because you can control that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're up by 35 points in the fourth quarter... You can run the clock. Don't throw the ball. Yeah. Okay? Just run the ball.
2: And that's a good strategy to win anyway so, so that makes sense It's a
0: strategy to win And You're, you're kind of yeah. saying to the team Like you guys are fucked We're just going to run the ball How the fuck do you not run up the score in baseball? How do you like sit there and be like Eh yeah. You know And for players Like Their stats Play a factor Into their future contracts Of course Why the fuck would you not do Oh my god So
2: it's almost What they're saying is at a certain point Like if you're up by say 12 or 15 runs don't Don't steal bases I'll give you that Sure. Sure. But that's a smart thing to do for players anyway. Why injure yourself stealing a base in a meaningless game? But but basically, they're at a point here where they're saying, you know, if, if the other team's up by 12 or 15 runs, why would they even send anyone up to the plate? Why don't you just have the pitcher pitching to the catcher with no batter in the box?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, wh- wh- how far do you want to take this stupidity? Don't steal bases or strut after
2: home runs when behind by a large margin. Well, that's kind of common sense anyway. I don't really know anyone that's done that, like strutting. Like, if you hit a grand slam and it's... See, and it, don't steal bases when behind by a large margin. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, steal bases. You're trying to score runs to get back in the game. Or when behind. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, But to strut after home run, yeah, you would look like an idiot if you're down by eight. Yeah, and then people will call you an idiot and yeah. you'll look like one, so that's
0: fine. Don't swing at the first pitch after the pitcher has allowed back-to-back home runs. What Rid- the fuck?
2: Ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous. Oh my God! Pitchers grow a pair of
2: balls. Yeah. Don't
0: show up your opponent.
2: What is that? What What do you mean by that? Uh, that's like, like a That's like an accumulation of all the other rules together. That's what That's what all the unwritten rules are essentially is don't show up your opponent.
0: Okay. Don't show up your fielders. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But that That's just being a good teammate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's not an unwritten rule. That's just your character. So.
0: So. You know, we uh don't you be swinging at the first pitch after the pitcher is allowed back-to-back home runs, okay? Don't you be doing it. But if, if something happens, the pitcher can throw at the hitter. Okay, yeah, sure. Throwing at hitters is the conventional retaliation. Mm-hmm. Fucking, this is stupid. Pitchers relieved mid-inning must stay in the dugout until the end of the inning.
2: Great. Uh, okay. Yeah, file that under who gives a shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. Don't step on the pitcher's mound.
2: I understand that, but I don't know anyone that steps on the pitcher's mound when they're walking out to the field.
0: Exactly. Don't walk in front of the catcher. Okay. Don't talk about a no-hitter in progress. Well, that's just just (laughs) superstition.
2: That's the one I was thinking of. Don't bunt during a no-hitter. Why not? Why? Yeah. Because they say if the no-hitter is broken up with a bunt... And that ruins a potentially good. Again,
0: thing. it's part of the fucking game. <laughs> like my
2: god, uh, this is dumb.
0: Oh my god, never make the first or third <coughs> out of the inning at third base.
2: That's not an unwritten. That's like that's that's a rule among the teams because it's bad for your team. It's bad for trying to win. That's not really an unwritten rule. Like like they're like we were talking about. That's just a clubhouse rule, basically. That a lot right. of teams would say. Uh, that one I've never heard of Don't use your closer In a tie game on the road Who the hell Came up with that
0: Yeah um, How about like Yeah cause Do they do that In the playoffs That's the dumbest thing ever Don't yell anything When an opposing fielder Is trying to catch a ball
2: I, I kind of I kind of I kind of agree with that one. I would punch. Like when Arod did that. I can't remember who the third baseman was. For- oh, and he punched the, the ball out of his
0: hand? No, no, that was a different one.
2: So that Arod's been involved in all kinds of shit. So that was when he was running to first base. Uh, I can't remember the team that they were playing. I think it was the pitcher, grabbed the ball, tossed it to the first baseman. <laughs> Rodriguez, as he's running by the base, swats the glove of the of the fielder to knock the ball out. And then a few a few years back, it was probably about Six or seven years now He's rounding third in Toronto Yes it says here Blue Jays player was trying to catch a ball Blue Jays player is looking up to catch the ball And he yells got it Got it right behind the Blue Jays third baseman Th- Third baseman thought it was the shortstop He moves out of the way and the ball drops And Arod stands on third safe like nothing happened <laughs> He denied that but it was clear as day On video That is funny as shit Yeah, yeah he probably shouldn't do that Okay, yeah. <laughs> The center fielder gets the ball well that's just like that's not a, like they're mixing good good baseball strategy with unwritten rules here. Oh like the God. center fielder and the shortstop get every ball they call for. That's just baseball. That's not an unwritten yeah. rule. Yeah. Never rub the area where you
0: were hit by a pitch. Okay. Uh Oh, for adult fans, if you catch a foul ball, and give it to a nearby kid. Yeah, no shit. Agreed. Uh every every guy that that hoards balls like that, you're you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Um. okay, Well, some of these, like, well you know, they're, bl- they're blurring
2: the line between the stupid unwritten rules and things that are just good to do as a team.
0: Oh man. But ugh, let let the people play. You know.
2: And this is on uh, the MLB website, by the way. Weird.
0: Um. You got like Tim Anderson can't celebrate home runs and shit like that, mm-hmm. and it's just like, fuck. Let these players play. Let them hit home runs and fucking show them up. I don't care. Yeah. It's about entertainment like that. Yeah. Like a horror movie just saw,
2: you know shit. And that was great because as he went around first base, this is Carlos Gomez, by the way. If you remember, you'll remember this. Freddie Freeman had a word for him as he goes around. Watch till he goes around second. Everyone else has words for him too. goes around third. But Brian McCann is the pitcher for the Atlanta Braves here, and Brian McCann doesn't take any bullshit. So watch where he is when Gomez gets to home plate. Brian McCann's like, "Oh yeah, you want to chat? How about this?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this oh got out of hand. Oh, my God. I don't, think he ev- that, I don't think he ever touched home plate. That point.
0: was a home run. Yeah. Uh, w- nine pitches into the game. It was the top of the first. My God.
2: Carlos um, G- Gomez is known for this activity, so... Yeah. I-, I have no problem with him doing that, but he clearly rubbed the Atlanta the wrong way. You
0: know what? And if you have a, Like, I guess, if you have a problem with Fernando Tatis hitting a 3-0 grand slam, I guess pitchers are allowed to throw at the hitter, because... Because it's fine to, to to injure a guy, yeah. you know, <laughs> if he if he breaks an unwritten rule. Mm. Holy shit, baseball, you're nuts. All right, let's go, let's make our NFL predictions. Let's it's it. time. Uh, we didn't do any for baseball because we were all just confused by what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. The NFL, the only thing that's changed is they're doing seven teams in the playoffs instead of six in each conference. But everything else stays the fucking same. Nice and easy. Oh, well, my bracket's going to be wrong. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh,
2: (coughs) shit. I was aware of that. So let's do this.
0: All right. Let's start. uh, Let's go division by division. Uh, AFC North. I got the Ravens in first, Browns in second, Steelers third, Bengals in last. I got Ravens, Browns, and
2: Steelers all making the playoffs. Oh, wow. I got uh, I got the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals, and I got the Ravens and the and Steelers making the playoffs, not the Browns. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the thing that worries me about the Steelers and why I had them switch with the Browns. First off, I'm not picking the fucking Browns to win a division ever again in my goddamn life. Didn't we both do that last yes. year? Yes. Yes. And I could not believe it. I'm sorry um, about that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I fell for the stupidness. Well, uh, it was the weren't they on Hard Knocks too? Was it yes. the Hard Knocks hype? Yes. We were all like, oh my yes. god. Uh, what, uh, what worries me with the Steelers is Roethlisberger's arm. Fair enough. You know, uh, basically he had Tommy John surgery. Yeah. You know, and we don't know how that's
2: going to affect the quarterback. Mm -hmm. We kind of know how it affects the pitcher. So I just don't know. And I'm, I'm going ahead, assuming that his arm is going to be just fine and and that he's going to come back. I think Juju's going to be rejuvenated. Uh, James Washington's a good receiver. Um, Johnson came to life last year. Uh, they still got James Connor their defense is elite in my opinion so I still got them finishing second I think they're going to be close to the Ravens actually all right AFC South I got the Colts in first Texans Titans Jaguars Colts will be the only one that make the playoffs out of that I got the same, the same as you: Texans, Colts, Tennessee, and then Jaguars. Oh no! Oh, no. pardon me. No, I, I got Texans first instead okay. of Colts. Okay. But I do have the Texans and the Colts both making the playoffs.
0: Now, why did you pick the Texans over the Colts? What was the reason? It, it all came down to Deshaun Watson, basically. You're not afraid that Bill O'Brien's going to trade Deshaun Watson for Mitch Trubisky at some point? I am afraid of that. <laughs> but,
2: but until he does, he, that's still the best quarterback in that division. So fair
0: and, enough, and, fair and, enough. And I love
2: the Colts. I love the team that the Colts have. I think that's the best all-around team in the division. Yeah. But I, I do think Deshaun Watson, I think Will Fuller's going to have a good year. I know the guy's impossible to keep on the field, but I think he's going to have a breakout year now that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Uh I don't love a lot about that team, other than Deshaun Watson. So I still got them sitting first. Uh, the Colts are probably going to win it with like a nine and seven record. That's what, I, yeah. That's what that, I got that's, anyway. That's
0: the AFC South written all over it. You know, I got I'm th- not giving records because if anybody probably added it up at the end, they'd be like, you know, the NFL only plays like this many games, and yep. you added an extra hundred, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Like it'll be like, oh shit, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, AFC East. I got the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. Bills make the playoffs. That's it
2: out of that division. I got the Bills, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, and I got okay. the, the Bills and the Pats making the playoffs.
0: Well, you got so Cam Newton's going to do something. Hey, I got I got worried about all the guys dropping
2: uh, out to, opting out of the season. Fair enough, that's you fair. Know? Yeah, yeah. So. I, I just I'm having such a hard time. I want to. The Pats to fail just because I've been Waiting for it for so long but I just just, For change I just I I can't get there Even I I, for some reason now I'm picturing Cam Newton be totally Rejuvenated he seems like based On the talk you're hearing from Bill Belichick it seems Like they're best buddies which I did not Foresee that happening (laughs) right and I'm just I'm 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 confused I feel like the Pats are still gonna be good somehow Uh, And you
0: think the Jets are gonna Finish better than the Dolphins even though Adam Gase hates his own fucking running back
2: I for some reason I have probably too much faith in Sam Darnold. Like I okay. do, I I think that Sam Darnold is going to win them a few games that they shouldn't win, honestly. Gotcha. And gotcha. I don't feel like the Dolphins are there. I like I like Flores as the coach. I like what the Dolphins are doing. They got Tua, but I still think they're another year away from taking that next step where they're contending. Fair. Uh and yeah, the
0: Bills, the Bills excite me.
2: I like them. I I like watching um, them
0: uh i'm excited to see what josh allen does with Diggs in the offense yep. uh singletary looks like he's going to take most of the reps that defense is Phenomenal still good defense um, good coaching good coaching yeah mcdermott's been yeah. a hell of a coach so it's gonna be exciting to see i got them as a three seed in the in the afc uh i got them as a four seed
2: uh afc west chiefs chargers broncos raiders I got. I actually put yeah. So Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. So I put the Broncos ahead of the Chargers this year. Okay. I I, I just think that uh, Drew Luck, Drew Lock. Uh, I liked what I saw from him. Um, Cortland Sutton. I'm a big fan of. Uh, they got Melvin Gordon. So I think their offense is going to be improved. So I got them above the Chargers this year. Well, uh, Vic Fed. That's
0: that's uh, um, that could happen because Vic Fangio usually in the Good second defense. year. Yeah. The defense gets it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, they, they put it all together, what he's trying mm. to build, and then they, they turn it to, like, the hounds of fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, I have the Chiefs and Chargers making the playoffs out of that division. Okay. Uh, I like the Chargers' defense. I think it's got one of the best rosters besides quarterback, which is crazy. Mm. Uh but But, uh, like, I don't... They're not going to get out of the first round of the playoffs. No, no. But I just think they're going to do enough yeah. to get there. They do have a great uh, defense. And the Raiders, they're, they're you know... They signed Gruden for ten years. They're going to need at least like six of that before they're <laughs> they're anything, in, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, uh, but that'll be exciting to see yeah. uh, in Las Vegas. Too bad they can't have fans. And the Chargers, I think, are going to have a leg up on everybody else because they don't have fans for their games anyways. It's going to be they're like, going to be used to it. It's going to be a normal day in the park. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my I got the Chiefs number one seed, okay. and then uh, Ravens, Colts, Bills. Chargers,
2: Browns, Steelers. All That's right. how I have the AFC breaking down playoff-wise. So I got uh, I got the Chiefs at 1, Ravens at 2, Bills at 3, Texans at 4, Pittsburgh at 5, Patriots at 6, Colts at 7. All right. Chiefs is like the easiest pick to make as playoff. Hey? Like Ch- that... Chiefs Ravens 1-2 was just like automatic. Yeah,
0: it was like like you couldn't you I don't think you could make a case for any, for either of those unless a barring injury. Exactly. You know, that That's it. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, let's go to the NFC. NFC North. I got the Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. Homer. Pat- Homer I don't know. Homer, I'm I just did, kidding. You didn't, didn't do it last I year, though. I didn't do it last year. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Packers are the only team to make the playoffs in that in that division. What do you got?
2: Jeez. now I feel like I'm giving too much respect to the Vikings. I got the Vikings actually winning that division with okay. the Packers and the that's Lions. I, I got it as a tight division, though. I think the Packers and the Lions are going to be really tight. They could all be tight. They could all finish 9-7, and seven, for God's sake. Each team, if something breaks
0: for them, they can win the division. Yeah. Um, what scared me uh, with the Bears, they went and traded for Nick Foles. I know. That tells you where they're at. Yeah. You know, uh, Vikings, they lost a lot in their defense. Their secondary is is really young. Mm-hmm. Who knows how the, those guys are going to play. Yeah, they just traded for Ningakwe in yep. from uh, I, Jags. Did I pronounce his name right? That was pretty good. That was pretty good? Okay. Yeah. I was scared I was going to butcher it. Yeah, well, that was uh, but really good. Cousins, that narrative that he doesn't show up in primetime games.
2: It seems to be you know, coming true. Uh,
0: the Lions, I just, I liked what they were doing with Stafford before he got hurt last year. Yeah. And I was like, ah, maybe. But then Matt Patricia will probably fuck it up anyway. So, you know, I could see the Vikings, Packers and
2: Vikings being 1-2 in that sure, division for sure, sure in, in either order. Lions got the second best quarterback in that division.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Trubisky's the first, right? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course.
2: Trubisky and then Stafford, Foles. No (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, NFC South. Uh Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons, Panthers, and I got the Saints and Bucks making the playoffs. I got the Bucks at number one. I, I got what I got big hopes. Are for the you Bucks believing here. the hype? I'm believing the uh, hype. Oh, get you! Yeah. you didn't learn your lesson
2: from the Browns last year, hey? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the reasons I'm buying the hype is because of how good the Bucks defense was. They were one of the top run defenses last year. They had in Domic and Sue, and now and then with uh, Shaquille Barrett was a great pass rusher. So I actually like the Bucks defense, and I obviously their wide receivers are phenomenal. Um, they're adding Leonard Fournette to Shady McCoy. Uh, Tom Brady, Gronk. I got, I got, I got big hopes for them.
0: I hope nobody drafted Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber or, and lots or, of the, people. or that
2: rookie that yeah. was out of there because uh, you hey, you drafted that rookie, didn't you? Uh, Is it Keshawn Vaughn? Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, yes. you drafted him. But I'm gonna. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I'm saying I feel bad now. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, so I got Bucks,
2: Saints, Panthers, uh, Falcons.
0: Uh I I yeah, I think the Saints are gonna win that division. They just from top to bottom they got one of the best rosters in the NFL. Totally. Um as long as they hold on to Camara too, that was kind of something. He was back in
2: practice today, I think so.
0: Uh Panthers rebuilding, Falcons, you know, I could see them making a run for the sixth or seventh seed because they all their all their guys on offense are first round picks. Yeah, you know, so I could see it happening. Yeah. But I could also see it just being like the fucking drizzling shits again. It's just so weird. Because
2: that's that's them. It feels like they've been mediocre for a long time. They They flirted with being great, and now they've just been mediocre for a long time. And it's hard to see them coming out of that with the current team they have even though i love i think julio jones is the best receiver in football honestly i would even i for fantasy purposes i know michael thomas is a beast but i think the best actual wide receiver in football is julio jones if if matt
0: ryan would throw the ball to julio in the red zone yes and and julio got more touchdowns
2: he'd be top in fantasy yeah
0: yeah and there wouldn't be as much debate fair enough you know but because matt ryan for whatever reason uh you know probably because they triple cover julio Mm mm-hmm um but he, he just doesn't get the ball yeah uh nfc east i got the cowboys eagles giants and the washington football team don't say redskins same uh yeah. cowboys and eagles making the playoffs i got the same thing same Yep. I, that was a pretty easy di- division to
2: yeah to put together hey i think dallas is a great team this year i got them they going, put together. i got them going pretty far yeah
0: uh nfc west i got seahawks 49ers rams cardinals seahawks and niners to make the playoffs i got the exact same exact same yep I just can't see the Niners. It's tough for teams, uh, especially teams that lost the Super Bowl.
2: There,
0: there is a there, there's
2: a hangover. There's
0: a hangover, and yeah. I just can't see them like running rush and doing thirteen and three again or whatever they did, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I got Cowboys at the getting the one seed because they get to beat up on the Giants of Washington twice a year. Okay. Uh, then the Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Bucks, Niners, Eagles. Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, you're gonna now have... that now we the division winners have to be seated one through four. That's yeah. the rule. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not like I. I can totally see the Buccaneers and the 49ers having a better record than
2: the Packers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You no. Know, 100%. But because they win their division, they get the four seed. Yeah. I totally see what you're doing. Yeah. You're gonna hate this. I just realized I don't have the Packers in the playoffs. here. Yeah.
0: You son of a bitch. I, know. I
2: didn't have them in the playoffs last year either. Yeah. And they went to the NFC Championship game, so I might have cursed them here. So I got the Bucks as the number one seed. I'm crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck you uh, Seahawks the number two seed cowboys as the third seed vikings as the fourth i'm gonna regret that one um <laughs> saints as the fifth 49ers as the sixth and eagles as the seventh slipping in with their depleted wide receiver core
0: all right are you ready to run through your it. bracket yeah. okay uh
2: i'll let you go first you uh you sure. give me whatever side you want to do sure first. Well, well should we start with the nfc let's do it so the nfc wild card round i got the vikings playing the saints should I list them off and then tell you who won? Well, you can tell me who won from there. Okay. okay. The Vikings playing the Saints. I got the Saints advancing. Okay. Cowboys and 49ers. I got the Cowboys winning, knocking o- old the 49ers. Yeah. Old school uh, playoff match yeah. up there. Seahawks and Eagles. I got the Seahawks advancing. Okay. So in, so that in the division round, it's now going to be the Bucks playing the Saints. Okay. And that's where I have the Saints showing that they are the best team in that division and oh, beating the Bucs. On the road. It was a good run for the Bucs, but I think the Saints, you know, the Saints know what's up. They're like, okay. we know this team. We can, All right. We can on the road, too. Yeah. Let's Interesting So then I got the Saints Going to the conference championships Uh, Cowboys and Seahawks I got the Cowboys advancing Okay So in the conference championship I now have the Saints Against the Cowboys And I got the Cowboys Going to the Super Bowl Whoa How about
0: them Cowboys Jerry
2: Jones Celebrate I got them going So it's basically uh, You can take that to the bank (laughs) All right. So my
0: NFC I got the Saints Beating the Eagles Okay I got the Niners beating a Seahawks in the in an upset, Okay. and I got the Buccaneers going into Lambeau and beating the Packers. Oh, that yes. must have been a hard one because for you. that was a hard because I could see it going either way. But Brady knows how to play in cold weather. Mm, yeah, uh, you know, I I can see it, and I think. Um I just don't know if the the Packers are going to figure out their receiver situation Yeah, right, to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh I saw a report today that Aaron Rodgers likes Marquez valdez scantling and I'm like oh for fuck's sake. No. Like, Fantastic. Yay. Yeah. Then I got the uh, Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers okay. and then the Saints are going to beat the Buccaneers. Okay. And then the Saints are going to beat the Cowboys in the NFC Oh-ho. Championship going to the Super Bowl. The Saints the reason um The reason the Saints can do what they do is that they play indoors. Right. Because Breeze does not has not done well the last couple of years outdoors later in the season because he's older, his arm kinda goes. If he's indoors Definitely. they, They 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 maintain their aura.
2: Yeah, he sure does. So all right, what do you got for AFC? For AFC, the wild card, I got the Texans against the Steelers, and I have the Steelers advancing. Okay. I got the Bills against the Pats. And I got the Pats advancing, even though I picked the Bills to oh, win that yeah, poor, division. Poor Sean McDermott. I know. I know. Yeah. I feel bad, but I, I do have that. Ravens against the Colts. I got the Ravens going ahead, obviously. Okay. So in the division round, that is, leaves the Chiefs against the Steelers. And I got the Chiefs winning.
0: Right. Uh, it's <laughs> so <me>. easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like, Chiefs, and Chiefs, then, Chiefs. And then the Pats against the Ravens. This is where the Pats bow out this year. I got the Ravens going to the conference championships to take on the Chiefs. And that is going to be the best game of the season with Lamar Jackson against Mahomes. And who wins that one? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a Chiefs Cowboys. I got a Chiefs Cowboys Super, Super Bowl, and I'll tell you, my winner is going to be for the second year in a row. Oh, picking back to back champs. Back to back champs. Oh, that's that's a that's a that's a ballsy pick. All the numbers say that it's not going to happen, but that team is so damn good.
0: Uh, I would like to say that that Mike did correctly predict the Raptors to win. That's true. And he did correctly predict the Chiefs to win last
2: year. That's correct. I want fire with those
0: two scores. Uh, I did predict the Chiefs to win last year also. Uh, yes, he did. But I did not predict the Raptors. So I, I'm That's one coming. for two. There you go. Uh, but my, but both of my hockey picks are still alive. Light, uh, the Lightning and the Knights. Ooh, they're still there for there the final. Go. Yeah,
2: They're still going. That You have a really realistic shot at that. I do. Yeah. All right.
0: So I have uh, the Ravens beating the Steelers. Yeah. The Browns, to upset the Colts on the road, wow. had to pick an upset. You can't, you go. You can't, just, you can't go chalk. It's so boring. Bills, to beat the Chargers. Uh, I, I'm glad I, I got them facing the Chargers, because I can give the Bills a fucking playoff win. The city will burn.
2: It'll
0: <laughs> so, be great. Sorry, I
2: just realized, on that first one, you said the Colts. You meant someone else. Who did you mean there? Ravens, to beat the Steelers. Yeah. And then the Browns, to beat the Colts. And then the Bills, to beat the Chargers. Oh, I see. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then the Chiefs, will beat the Browns. And they'll fucking kill them yeah the ravens will beat the bills they'll fucking kill them <laughs> uh and i also have the best game of the year chiefs will beat the ravens yeah and then in the super bowl chiefs versus saints i got the saints Whoa! i got the saints drew Brees wins and he walks off into the sunset and then he retires and then he retires and J- famous Jameis is your fucking starting quarterback oh for the saints going goodness. forward phenomenal that's what i got man well so we'll see it'll be it'll tell. be an exciting time um I wouldn't worry too much about the NFL cancelling because I don't think they're going to. I don't, I, like, unless, unless like, it starts, uh, COVID starts killing millions of people a
2: day, the NFL will just keep on trucking. Unless Roger Goodell dies from COVID, they are going to keep going. Even then. And I mean, even then, they probably just wouldn't miss a step. They probably yeah. wouldn't even cancel a game. They might be like, oh, we'll postpone the games one week. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Probably,
2: probably. wouldn't even do a tribute. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Take that, Goodell. Nah, they love him. <laughs>
0: Well, he's made the owners a shit ton yeah, of money. Exactly. So that's our episode uh, for the last two weeks, which had a lot of awesome. shit going that on. That was a long one. Uh, we will be back in two weeks' time, which the NFL will have started. Um, hockey will be in, I don't even know what fucking round it'll be it'll in. be close to the
2: finals by then, probably. You
0: would think so, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, NBA will be close to the finals. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the Raptors uh, are still in it. Baseball will be about 45, 50 games in. You know, so we'll The have, Blue
2: Jays will have clinched their playoff berth at that point let's hope so <laughs> let's hope we'll see. so uh
0: so if anyone's playing fantasy football good luck this season uh for everyone else probably play fantasy football it's fun yeah
2: get, get into it
0: get into it it's uh it gives you a lot of knowledge on the nfl i'll tell you that gambling
2: it's uh, good <laughs> for your soul <laughs> <laughs> on that note have a great two weeks everybody see you later